Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 230. Hey, check out the Nerdist YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. Click subscribe. Terminator Nerds is a new show that's up, going on now. Uh, each week, two pop culture nerd icons battle it out for the ultimate distinction of the winner of the Tournament of Nerds. It's a comedy debate show with nerds, Katie. I've seen it. You have? Yeah. You watch stuff on our little I channel? I know those guys, too. They're good. Oh, they're good. They're yeah, awesome Justin guys. and Hal. Good stuff. Good stuff, those guys. That's on the Nerdist channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. All-Star Celebrity Bowling coming back in the fall. P.S. We're shooting some of those. Exciting ones. Very exciting. I'll tell you about that next week. This episode, our good buddy Matt Bronger, amazing comic who you may remember from the first uh, stand-up comedy cluster that we did. Matt Bronger was on that. A brilliant comedian. He has a new Comedy Central special, Shovel Fighter. Which premieres Saturday, if you're listening to this the day it drops, that's tomorrow. Saturday, July 14th at 11 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central. Matt Bronger, Shovel Fighter, and now podcast guest, our dear friend and wonderful comedian, Matt Bronger on the Nose Podcast, episode number 230. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to Monk Chat. <laughs> Matt Bronger. Ooh. Hey, hey. There he is. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the show. <laughs> Cue the 45 minute song. Yeah. Welcome to 30 Second Cast. Oh. Um, Matt Bronger, it is wonderful to finally have you on the Nerds Podcast. You did our first stand up cluster. Yeah. Yes. Mm hmm. And uh, fucking crushed. Yeah, oh, thank you. How's it been going since then? Did the show completely <laughs> In the year and or a half. just moderately change your life? Or give us some insight into how amazing that Did was. Did it affect it adversely? Um, not adversely. <laughs> no, no, no. At yeah, first, I, I just no. got a, I got a bunch of people just online. They were like, eh, I never knew. Who oh, I didn't want you to seriously answer that question. I was no, just no, it, was, it, it did have it did have a good effect for now sure. Now suck his dick. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> it's a strange audio. Don't what? do it seriously. He wants a silly blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, comedy. this is <laughs> comedy, you guys. Like an off rhythm hand job. Sure. Just like can't get it going. Yeah, I want a clown job. Make clown job. <laughs> clown job. It's your standard clown job. So uh, you are uh, where I haven't seen you in ages. Are mm. we are is it that you're tra- traveling a lot or I'm traveling a lot or how do we keep missing each other in I, comedy I, scenes? I don't I don't know. Um, you know, I just I, I, I'm, I'm on the road, but not insanely. Maybe like once, twice a month. Yeah. You know, enough to pay pay the bills and stuff. But um, uh, and and uh, was was wor- working on this this pilot. But that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, I think I think we've just been, you know, 
been lady hawking it. Passing you know what shit. I mean? <laughs> as I call it. So I'm a wolf at night and yes. you're a f- uh, hawk by day. Yes, that's right. I almost said Falcon. The fucking name Hawk is in the lady, goddamn title. Not lady Falcon. It's not Lady Falcon. Yeah. yeah. I liked Lady Falcon, which yeah. was a little bit was a little bit better. It is better. It's edgier. Yeah, it does have a little bit more of a has a little bit more of a bite to Gravitas, it. Gravitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Lady yeah. Lady Falcon. Lady. Which is which is, she just turns into an old Falcon automobile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks cool though. Looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Why is that guy always driving that Falcon around and like never leaves it alone? Because he loves to be lady, inside his man. girlfriend. Yeah, it's just, it's his girlfriend turns into a fat like anyone keys it, he just snaps. What the more. fuck? That's a person. You're physically hurting her. Car. Are you siphoning gas? I'm eating out my girlfriend. <laughs> this is how this bit works. <laughs> <laughs> They're aware that it's a bit in the movie yeah. of yeah. Lady Falcon. Right. They should be. As well. It's, it's, it's just. It's sad though that her vagina is the fuel valve. It's know. really if yeah. I knew more about cars, oh, I could yes and that. Yeah. But um, there's some tires involved and an a starter. Mm-hmm. The confusing well, part is the clutch because she's that means she's a hermaphrodite. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. yeah. And you can never find the alternator. Am I right, you right, guys? Yeah, yeah. I think is there an alternator? Man, I, don't I don't know if there is one. I'll be honest. You know, but I Matt, you, 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 you do a lot of stuff, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, with a, with a woman, you want to put you know sugar on that thing, but you put it on the automobile, it'll you know kill the engine, right? <laughs> yeah. Black men don't go down on their cars. <laughs> White oh. men are like, give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Yummy, Gasoline. yummy, yummy. It's the other way around. What? <laughs> It's not. <laughs> That's a denial, Jonah. Did you, know, mm. did you not ever take? Matt is from is a Chicago comic, yeah. And you're ruining improv, a tradition and an art that is Chicago in nature. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. I, please, I I grew up in Portland. You basically shit in the mouth of his Chicago-based upbringing, I just, which I'm a hundred percent sure is Chicago. I just punched you, Dell close in the dick. You more, yeah, you yeah. peed on Dell. I, yeah. I didn't grow up Again, there. So yeah. tell me about Chicago. Was it um, you guys? Did you spend a lot of time at Cheers? Uh, <laughs> just get everything. Just get every you, city you wrong. Mean, uh, uh, Ron Cheers' house. At Ron Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, name guy. Real. I don't asshole. know why I thought you were a Chicago band. Why did you? No, do no. I, 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 yeah. I have my my formative. Comedy years there for sure. I, yeah. I lived there for six years. That's where I became a comedian. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I am technically a Chicago comic, and I was born in Chicago. I just didn't grow up there. Oh, they moved you away to Portland to mm-hmm. try to give you a little bit of uh, plaid. Uh, up uh, a little bit I, of. I moved there when I was four to be closer to my wife's family. We got to do. My well, my, my parents were my parents were teachers, and they wherever they moved, uh, there'd be some horrible tax program passed that would give. Uh, tax relief to everybody, but just gut the schools, and they were in public schools. Oh my God, really? Yeah. yeah. So they they ended up in Portland, and and because it had a decent, it didn't have that uh, that that law passed or whatever, but it, it passed in Illinois, it passed in uh, Santa Barbara, and then we ended up in Portland, and I lived there uh, throughout my childhood. Can you get the mic closer to your? Oh, that's better. Is this, is this helping? Oh, Matt, you're I'm way sorry. up in there now. That's yeah, good it's stuff. Hot stuff. I like Portland, okay. uh, and Portland now finally has a. A, a com- I mean, there was a comedy scene before there, but now, mm-hmm. but Helium really brought a lot of nice uh, yeah. comedy to to the Portland area. What was it? There was an old club there, wasn't Harvey's. It? Harvey's. Yeah. I never played there. Yeah, you're lucky. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it's just not a place that necessarily cared about comedy. It was just like you know, uh, 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 almost a machine. They have like a, a room of of people that just cold call people in Portland to give away tickets. And oh, I, wow. When I started playing ha- playing Harvey's, uh, like I opened for Alonzo uh, Bowden there, and like nice. uh, uh, he, uh, we, we basically, basically like I would have friends be like, oh yeah, I used to get free tickets, but they called me so much, I just stopped. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Helium's got the opposite of that, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, obviously yep. the opposite of that. And, and people that live there have just started uh, uh, shows in theaters, like in the Hollywood Theater and uh, and the Baghdad and things. So Portland has really great Starbucks coffee. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. really good. Starbucks is so Some good. Of the best Starbucks, down home, and they have really good store bought donuts too. Are you uh, trying to say Stumptown and saying <laughs> it wrong? Or? Oh, I've never heard of. Uh, oh yeah, Stumptown. <laughs> Portland was like the first city we were at where Chris like didn't take us to Starbucks. Oh, yeah. like, you want to get coffee? And then we passed by Starbucks. I was like, What's, What's happening? happening? No, there's so much. There, there's so much good coffee in Portland. Yeah. And I know I'm not really a coffee drinker, but I'll drink decaf coffee. Uh-huh. Because the caffeinated coffee makes me more throw up for some reason. Really? Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. drink it. You can't drink caffeine? Because I always see you with coffees. You see, see me with tea. 
Okay. You see me with tea. <laughs> and he tells Are himself every day that tea yeah. doesn't have caffeine. My, uh, it does. It just doesn't have coffee levels of caffeine yeah. in it. My my dad has a has a chai a day. Yeah, he loves chai. That's what it is. Is that what chai? Yep. Is that a program? My dad doesn't get his chai. He's like a dad in the seventies that did, doesn't get his can of beer. You know, it's like one of those. <laughs> like he gets all irritable and like around like three or four in the afternoon, he's like, I just want my. I want my fucking chai. Like, where? Hey, can we? Get, uh, I, uh, uh, man, I am the same way. You don't want to see me or talk to me if I haven't had my morning Joe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Or oh, your yeah. evening twelve beers. Uh, oh, Chris, <laughs> I am on to straight vodka. <laughs> You've done it, Jonah. <laughs> Yay! Congrats, our, buddy. Our little boy's becoming a man. Thirty. Man. I got third the age of thirty coming up. I really got to start growing up. That's right? it. Yeah. They, uh, straight vodka. Straight vodka. <laughs> <laughs> None of that queer. Some of, the, some, some of the crankiest I've ever been times I've ever been was like was finding a Starbucks in a city I was performing in and showing up at like six fifty eight, finding out they closed at seven, but they won't serve you even though they're technically not closed yet. We're like, but you're the only Starbucks in this small town I'm uh, in, and now I can't have this until tomorrow. <laughs> I, get, I, just, I get really upset. I get really upset. Portland, you also have Ken's Artisan Bakery, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's a good well, town. Every time I go back there, there's a hundred new places that everyone's like, oh, have you had, you know, Lots Ken's, trucks too. Johnny's Noodles and Biscuits? No. Sure. Oh, this is the best. And like, you can't Really good everything. noodles and biscuits over there. Really good. There's noodles inside <laughs> oh, a biscuit. It's amazing. Um, no, no, there's always some new restaurant or, you know, artisanal something that's out, just out of bounds amazing that I'm, I'm just... Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> Honey, these biscuits are great, but where are the noodles? Yeah. Come here. Smack, 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 <laughs> smack. You shut shove up. That, you shove this Give noodle. you something to cry about. You fell down the stairs. I know you slept you with Brian. You fell down the I know the you stairs. slept with Brian. It's a minute. Biscuit noodles. Now there's Johnny's biscuit noodles. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you would eat as when you were in college, where you're like, well, I just want to fill up really fast, so I'll just uh, scoop yeah, some noodles there's, onto there's a biscuit. There's nothing wrong with starch inside a starch. No. No, it's good. It's like a, everything's it's, right with that. Are you it's, just, yeah. it's just like a nesting doll of a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> it's like one of those happen. like things you get from Porto's, where it's like a it's a bun that it has. Oh yeah, like it's like a mashed potato oh, pork donut. Oh god, oh, god. Uh, mashed potato pork donut. Fucking a, the best. That's the greatest truck, mashed potato pork donut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking the really weirdly, greatest. it's Mexican Asian fusion though. Yeah. <laughs> that well, there's a little is, yeah. there's a little bit of a soy salsa uh, yeah. to it, which is which is really it's, uh, Chris. It's a soilsa. 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 Soilsa is so gross. It's so easy. No, it's so easy and it's going to work. I'm going to make it work. (laughs) Hey, guys, where's the soilsa? Uh, That's not good. No, no, it just rolls out. That used to be real. We made it unreal. It's easier. It doesn't exist now, thanks to us. (laughs) It's easier to say than salsa. Ouch. That'd be so my jaw. That'd be so gross, too. Salsa with with soy sauce added. Uh, Oh, it's it's 10 times as salty. You just turn into the uh, guy from uh, right, uh, Last Crusade that drank from the wrong cup. Oh, then he just sucks bro, everything out of you. Yeah. Desiccated. Sucks what a moron, by the <laughs> Never, way. Right? Who the hell the would think that'd be Jesus' cup? cup? He chose the wrong soil, soil, sir. That is not, not the, the cup, cup of a carpenter. carpenter. <laughs> no, it was not. Nope. No. It would have been the cup of, like, uh, Karen Carpenter. Okay. Oh. He was very wealthy. It yeah. would have been always empty, right? Anorexia! It's like... I, I think she drank out of the cup and then stopped drinking. Am I right? Yeah. Almost, almost to that. Almost there. Uh, she no, still has living relatives. I'm no, very sorry. She uh, filled it up with Epicac. Am I right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't think she puked. I thought she just didn't. It's like eat. that guy heard the phrase King of Kings and then just like, that's all I need to know about Jesus. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Don't tell me anymore. This is the cup of a king. Uh, uh, come on. I've okay. been trying to find this cup for 30 years, but have done little to no research around the mythology yeah. of this, also, this cup. He looks story. like the lead singer of Three Dog Night in his heyday. Clearly. Yeah. Very rich. Every uh, engraving we've seen has the cup. Like every engraving had the fucking cup that that Indiana Jones picks. Yeah, but he picks one that is not quite that shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he stopped. Stupid Nazi. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. picked one from the set of that like nice dinner from uh, uh, Temple of Doom. That was like what they were all eating snakes out of and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah well, how did this rip start? I was gonna throw something in before we that got on the Indiana Jones Last Crusade rip. What were we talking about right before that? We we're talking about pork uh, donuts. Oh yes. Soilsa. Never ah. drink soy sauce. Never drink it. Okay. Did you never. A, did you do this on a drunken bet? I, the sad part was I was sober. Okay. Um, I think maybe not, uh, eight or nine years ago. 
Brian Posehn had a bachelor party in Las Vegas, and a bunch of us went. Uh, I was newly sober, so Vegas to me was uh, was was going to be a, 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 a mystery. Test. Yeah, a yeah. Test. And so we <laughs> went. sober at Vegas is like when they stopped Pirates of the Caribbean and turned the lights on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, stars? Oh. Oh, the ceiling's all what? grimy. I, I thought I only got lost in this casino because I was drunk <laughs> oh, before. Yeah, they yeah. can't let you out. Oh, the Jack Sparrow robot is just, they just put his face on an old robot. Or Space Mountain. You're like, there's no danger of me hitting the other cars. Yeah. Although do I, I do always worry a little bit that in Space Mountain, there's going to be like a crossbar, and I'm going to sit up just a little bit. It's going to oh, take my head off. I, I think if I put my arms above my head, my wrist will snap. Just gone. It hits yeah. a bar. Yeah, it'll, everything There's got to be gone. a limit to how tall you can be and do that in Space Mountain, right? Um, there. Well, I would assume, yeah. yeah. If you were like 11 feet tall, you oh, probably shouldn't ride that be ride. Walking. Yeah. No. Sorry, tall John. So <laughs> never. <laughs> nope. Little John Schrader just shout out there. You can't. You yeah, can't but it still works. It still works. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. We're contractually mad that you and I can ride on it. He's so mad, but he can't. So, uh, so post we went to this teppanyaki place where you sit all around the, and then they cook the food. Like we're familiar yeah. with where, where food. dinner is the show. That's right. Dinner was the show, especially in Las Vegas. And post because it was his engagement party, would just point at people and be like, be funny. And then, you know, like Patton would do something hilarious and Blaine Capatra would do something hilarious. And, and then he pointed at me and he was like, be funny. And I didn't have anything to do, so I just grabbed the soy sauce that was in front of me and just chugged it. Oh. Like, drank half the bottle. Drink no. it! And um, <laughs> never do that. Whoa. Never do that. I was, That's like, like drowning in you're the probably ocean. More, <laughs> you're probably more dehydrated than the guys drinking. I, yeah. I, did, I, I didn't end up throwing up, but I wanted to throw up, and it didn't help that we ended up getting on one of those strip buses... Oh yeah, where a guy the bus who, takes you up and down the strip while a lady uh, is taking off uh, her clothes, who it turns out is married to the driver, which was really fun. Ooh. Yeah, jeez, I remember all these stories when you guys got back from that trip. It, it was, was pretty. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty. Bully pretty pretty I, brutal. It's, I I planned a friend's back in like two thousand one, two thousand two. I I planned a friend's uh, bachelor party to Vegas, and one of the things I did was the teppanyaki thing. We like went to Benihana's or something. I was like, that'll be fun, and. Everybody who was in Chicago that was like waiting tables or bartending or, you know, non-family men, we all just got pleasantly buzzed. Yeah. All of his friends who were in Wisconsin and Minnesota who <laughs> had families and kids, like cartoon sailor bombs. <laughs> and like we were at the teppanyaki thing. And I remember the guy was like, he was a young guy uh, chopping it up. And he looks around and he's like, oh, you got some real studs, huh? We're the ladies. Like, just these zingers, yeah. you know? They're super funny. We're laughing. And this one guy just goes, hey, don't you shut up and cook, man? Whoa! Like, really? Whoa. And the guy's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm just trying. I was just like, you just made everything horrible. You know? I don't even, he doesn't Go to get, sleep. I thought that guy doesn't even get the whole teppanyaki thing. Why would we even sit in the kitchen in the yeah, first Exactly. Place? Exactly. No, this is what you're supposed yeah. to do. This is part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Best part about that, though, if you piss off the cook, he can't spit in your food because you're watching him. You're right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. good you can point. say whatever you want to that guy. Yeah, you can do whatever no, you want. When he turns around, he can just milk a little bit of cum into the butter and then milk throw it on the grill. Milk a little cum. <laughs> they are just quick like, like just that. Like a, just like just, a rattlesnake. Just, just thumb a little pre-cum right yeah, into yeah. it. <laughs> thumb a little off yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right in there. Make it quick and make the it sizzle, clear. The, the sizzling thumb meat. A little pre guys, guys, it was pre-cum, okay? It's, it's not that bad. It's not the real thing. It's like the trailer for cum. How come? They give away too much in pre-cum. That sizzling beef smells a little bit like a hotel room, and I don't know why. Just a dash of something I'm ashamed of. I don't know why. In oh, here. Uh, we put carpet in our... Uh, oh, okay. oh, that's what it is. We <laughs> yeah. mix carpet in with the rice. That's what it is. And uh, that's why it's so delicious. I, actually, the only thing that I like about Vegas, if I ever have to go there, is just really... The food is fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah. Everything else about Vegas to me is... I just get sad. Mm-hmm. I just get bummed. Yeah. You gotta go to old Vegas. That's where the real fun happens. Oh, the real sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people are... That's where, that's where they're really living... The dream, That's the, where the, the, the uh, classic Vegas dream. The pawn shop from Pawn Stars is like right next to old Las Vegas. Oh, it is. It's just like so shitty over there, and the heart attack grills over there now. You know that? Oh, grill yeah, the, the, the guy guy. Fat people. place where an actual <laughs> heart attack occurred. <laughs> yes. Yeah, where that Holy guy. Holy shoot, man! The place like, where you can eat for free if you weigh over three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, and it's all just cheeseburgers yeah. and bacon, and it's like. And, like, and the guy, uh, they're like, they're all dressed like sexy nurses, and yeah. the, the owner manager is like dressed like a doctor. 
It's so gross. Yeah. That, None of them are registered either. It's the I know. Buffets. I know. They're not real nursing. Yeah. I, uh, I went in there with a fractured limb. Weird. They, they didn't. They just put bacon they on it. They just gave me a burger. They wrapped it. They, they, <laughs> they, they set my compound fracture with bacon that <laughs> kept tearing. <laughs> they gave you a pizza stint. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. No, a splint. A stint would be something else. It'd be uh, a, I just assumed they rolled up pizza and shoved it in. That you were eating pizza. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they put they lace you with pepperonis and then uh-huh. feed you to someone else because you were laced with pepperonis. <laughs> yeah, okay. That people didn't know about. All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Chris Hardwick Improv, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always start whatever you're gonna say by saying. You no, always no. start whatever you're gonna no, say no. with it. You always start that. Yeah, man. yeah. You do. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wait. It's yes and this, it's yes this, and something else. Yes. Yes and something. Yes, yes and, and, and yes, yes and, 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 and. No, it's yes. You it, always start that. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. And there's an Eskimo you guys, over you're there. The Eskimo. So, I thought it was yeah. So you're ruining the scene. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Oh, it's really hot here. Yeah, so... And every scene. Freeze! (laughs) Ma'am, I'm going to have to deliver this baby now. Yeah, so... Zip zap zop. How many, zip, how, many, zip, how, many, how, many, how many games of improv freeze did you play that ended in someone giving birth or getting butt fucked? Like those are the two. Half of them. <laughs> those are the two. That's how he started the scene. That... Yeah. <laughs> so you're giving welcome birth to... while I'm butt fucking. Yeah, but yeah. welcome to, welcome what to, an initiation. <laughs> welcome to butt fuck ER. Oh boy. Yeah. My on dick's the, gonna help the push the baby out. Well, in ancient in ancient cultures, that's how they did. It. <laughs> yeah. it, helped, it helped the baby out. It actually just hurt the baby. <laughs> Hurt, hurt the baby. Hurt it the was baby. actually hurt the opposite. The yeah. It turns out you should not have a- anal trauma while you're giving it birth. More an- it didn't hurt. It annoyed the baby. It was like yeah. actually having a baby behind your plane seat, kicking your seat the, the entire time. Just like, oh, baby's I'm the worst. trying to leave. And that's why, that's why some kids are more prone to kicking the back of seats because they were buttfuck delivered. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's it's, true. That is it's true. It's like hazing. When you're hazed, you're going to haze the next person. Yeah. yeah. A baby yeah. is really just a pledge. Yeah. It's just a human pledge. That's it. And child. Childhood is hell week. Yep. The whole thing. <laughs> all several years. It's all of it. hell week. All several years. I have so many friends. Uh, uh, well, you. I don't. How old are you, man? I'm 37. You're 37. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, like I, probably have tons of friends with tons of kids now. Yes. A good, I wouldn't say tons, but yeah, a, a good amount. A good amount. Uh, What's a good amount? I'd say maybe uh, a quarter of them. Yeah, that's a good you know, amount. That's an okay that's amount. amount. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Because uh, well, yeah, you're friends with a lot of comics and not all the comics. Yeah, exactly. We we yeah. we're on our, our our fifth and sixth childhoods. Comic lifestyle just you know? doesn't have time for a hey, baby. You know, it's, just, it's just about being, being being a bad boy. You know what yeah. I mean? Being a bad boy. Being a bad boy. <laughs> being a rebel. <laughs> being a bad bad lonely lonely yeah. boy. Why'd you? Yeah. Flip bad up boys your collar? a comedy. <laughs> when, I, when I hear about like a friend having a like a wife that's pregnant, I always go, well. It was nice being friends with that guy. Yeah, yeah. it's never times. intentional. It's just that your worlds are different, and they're yeah. naturally going to. There's this sort of weird social lava lamp thing that happens where you separate, and then they become friends with other people who have kids because then their kids occupy each other. Yeah, exactly. Like occupy Eric, Wall Street. Like Eric Appel. Like he. Uh, like he's moving out of the neighborhood. He's going like the to the valley because wow. he says he has a kid now. Oh, and he has to it's move all to a over. place where there's like. Better schools, and I was just like, oh, but what about? Bye. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. these bars? What about these bars right here? Yeah, basically, the yeah. from a friendship standpoint, you're at the station, and he's pulling away yeah. forever. No, you're telling this... me that the TG bar is not a good enough school for that child. That TG bar is fucking fantastic. It really is. You can learn a lot. Wisconsin, you know, you can learn a lot about math, uh, <laughs> counting, <laughs> peanut. Uh, who you don't want to become. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the best kind of bar to go to. Yeah. Always oh, that guy far down at the end. Yeah, staring like, at a napkin. Oh, yeah. That yeah. napkin tells him a lot. You yeah. guys, that's when you know you're in a good bar and it's going to be some cheap booze. That's right. Yeah, right, when there is human despair on some level, <laughs> not the whole thing. Yeah. Not everybody. You don't want it packed with yeah. human despair. It's like salt on your eggs, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not you don't want it to just be. You don't want it to be eggs out. on your salt. No, you want no. it to be a little no. bit of salt. Just for seasoning. Exactly. Oh, little eggs with your salt. <laughs> That's what I would say to someone doing that. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Good one. Touche. Is that on the record? Home run, Jonah. Home I would run. Say- it was the same fucking joke you guys were doing. <laughs> Come on, but I made it, it seem I made it seem as ridiculous as it sounded. Hey, Jonah, I, Jonah, Jonah you want a little like more a salt with your bit? You're a little cranky over there, right? You want a little more salt with those hey, jokes? Chris, why don't you improv some more? Hey, why don't oh. you improv some more? Oh, oh shit. The, 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 the knives are out. Yeah. No, seriously, if you guys listening yeah. at home, they're they're holding knives. Yes, and you should improv some more, Jonah. I'm actually very afraid. Yes, oh, and you should. Over here. I've been seeing commercials. I, I didn't. Um, there's a new syndicated show that I saw in the makeup room at G4 
which I guess I didn't realize, but is a real housewife lady. And she's mm-hmm. doing an afternoon talk show. She's, I guess she was one of the real housewives. Mm. Okay. And it was the most irritating uh, commercial because they constantly told in the commercial the audience of like how edgy the show was. But then they cut to clips like not edgy at all. Yeah. Or it'd be like... Uh, She's not. She was like, she's not afraid to talk about anything, ladies. I'll date a younger guy. I don't even care. Whoa! What? Yeah, I can't oh, believe holy it would even. Sh- fucking... She said that out and loud, then, and then cut to like canned audience, like, whoa, shit. No! Wow. I wish I could remember her name. Actually, I'm glad I can't remember her name. Because everybody's going, oh man, remember when? <laughs> <laughs> what? What if though it was like it's the edgiest show, and you're like, yeah, right, and they cut to it, and she's like, guys, if you're not, like, guys, if you're not in favor. Of worldwide communism, <laughs> you are not a real Christian. It'd be like, whoa, holy oh, shit, this shit. is edgy. That is edgy. Today on the show, we're gonna make cunt sickles. We'll be right back. Oh my god, what does that oh even god. mean? I don't know. It just sounds like. Oh, it's, you know, it's oh, when you make a, a popsicle inside your cunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought it was when you freeze your it's dick shaved, and then shove it cold. in. And, it. I, and I and I purposely did not say vagina because you, <laughs> <laughs> you had to tag. So it I, the I, I think I told Jonah this. My mom used that word, and it just it. Fuck me it's up jarring. so bad. Yeah, she's like, what do you think the worst name for a derogatory term for a woman is? I'm like, we all know what it is. I'm like, I, Mom, I don't. She's like, I think it's cunt. <laughs> like, cut me off. Like, well, of course it is, Mom. And you saying that, you've yeah. ruined me. And if, were you worried if you said it back? Like, when my mom swears, when she says swears in, in conversation, I'm always worried that she'll say something like, yeah, so I was looking at this house. It was on a shitty street. And I'll be like, yeah, Mom, it's shitty. And she'll be like, hey. Don't hey. watch your language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay when I say it. Yeah, yeah. It's my, not my, okay. My dad does that sometimes where I'll swear. He's like, hey, don't swear in front of your fucking mom, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and and pass, I, pass the pipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, if you're, uh, uh, I hate this. Like, if you're cursing up a storm in public, like, sure, that's bad. But if you're in a public place and there's no kids around, and you're just like, ah, fuck. And some guy's like, hey, language. Yeah. Like, Dude, oh. get hey, the adults. hell away from we're me. fucking adults. Yeah, I swear exactly. around kids all the time, accidentally. Yeah. So oh, people, yeah, sure. people at Disney World and fucking no Disneyland is the best place. It's just like fucking get some profanity up in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, on the Flume ride. Yeah. Shit, shit. As you're going down, it's the happiest fucking place on earth. So fucking happy. Splash fucking mountain. Am I right? Am kids? I right, cunts? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want some uh, fucking churros? You want to go to down fucking uh, town Disney? Or hey, look, it's Minnie Mouse. Get a picture with me in this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, there's a group of guys. Those are the things that, that would right be now. inappropriate to say <laughs> at a Disneyland-type yeah. scenario. We were just playing fellas not, were not too appropriate. No, Knott's Berry Farm, though. Really Bets are too. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you murder somebody at Knott's Berry Farms, they won't find the body for a week. <laughs> how do you make a roller coaster out of... How do you basically take a preserves farm yeah. and turn it into a... Well, you see what Walter Elias Disney's doing down the road, and then you say, I and, gotta do this. And then you what, say, hey, peanuts. Mm-hmm. What are you guys I'm a sponsor. doing? Yeah. When when you cross that bridge over the flume ride and they you know they they hit the bottom and all of that awful hot jam hits you in the face. <laughs> Such a weird <laughs> just, just it's, been, it's river of yeah. jam that they don't bother to chill. It's boysenberry yeah. jam. Yeah. It used to be strawberry. It's it strawberry. looks like boysenberry. I just think over the years it's, it's just, just darkened. It's just they never change it. Uh, and it's the slowest ride. <laughs> the grit gets in your <laughs> eyes forever. Well, no, it's super slow. Yeah. And then, then the jam tears. <laughs> and then it's fast. <laughs> then it's slow again. I don't get it. What's jam happening? Tears. I don't get yeah. it. Why are we going slow? It just slow? makes this big wow uh, noise. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people rips. get like, when it slows down again. Some people fucking fly off the fucking floor. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, it's jarring. Yeah, it's, it's it is jar- jarring. You have this yeah. bar in front yeah. of you that so you is the slam jam. into. Yeah. One the time jam I, is also jarring. Yeah, yeah. In front One of time jar. I actually was at Splash Mountain and they were uh, they were gonna. It was late at night and it was sort of like the last ride I was gonna go on and they were putting us in line to go on the ride. And it was me and then uh, my friend and two other people were gonna go on one log and they put me in the front. And then the other people were like, "Oh, we're gonna get our own." So then I was just on the front of the flume, you know, essentially being top heavy. Uh oh. And when the mm. thing went down, oh, did it, go- it went like a fucking submarine oh, shit. diving. Were you worried yeah. all that it was going to go yeah. like end over end? No, no, no. I, tum, tum, I understand tum, physics, tum. so I knew that wouldn't happen. And uh, what happened was it just, I have never encountered so much water so fast in my life. It yeah. all just went in and then like my iphone got fucking ruined oh, oh. fucking kids <laughs> that's yeah. the worst that y- we always go the, a tip is 
you always go on Splash Mountain last so you can just leave. Yeah. Once or, you're, or like the Rapids ride with like the little like circular tube. Yeah. That's always the, that's always the scary Rapids. one because you don't know yeah, who's who, going to get when it. When it starts to turn <laughs> uh, and yeah, you're yeah, about yeah. to go down and they're like, no, no. I, I fucking can't stand. Some people might say, no, you go early so the sun will dry you out. But I can't stand walking around in wet, wet shoes socks. and socks all yeah. day. The wet jeans is horrible. Just fucking, just, just percolating bacteria yeah. and gut and ook. Yeah. to the max. It, oh. it is. That's why. That's why I always go last. So I hit splash. No, well, like, isn't isn't the the slogan is something like go on the the water rides first. So that the rest of the day you'll itch. I think that's, <laughs> I think I think that's, that's America's it. slogan. I, it's, oh. No, it's just what Goofy says. Go on the water rides first. <laughs> Four scores. Oh, why not wear these tight Wranglers? Yeah. My bottom sure does itch. Uh, oh, the backs of my thighs. You're going to scratch it so you say, Yahoo! They're so chafed. Sure yeah. glad they cut a tail hole out of these for me. Ch- chafed again with Goofy. Sorry, I yeah. just shit my pants. I'm a dog and used to shit wherever I feel like it. <laughs> Shouldn't put dogs in clothing. Ah, <laughs> oh, Goofy. Howdy, ever I still, yeah. Steamboat Willie is still like the funniest cartoon. I just look at that fucking dancing cow. I love it. <laughs> Everything <laughs> since then, horrible. But yeah. I wonder. I wonder at the dawn of animation if people even had a concept of what it was that they were seeing. Like, what weird yeah. witchcraft am I seeing? What uh-huh. is this? Yeah. Well, flip books must have been around, huh? Yeah, I guess they would have had flip books at that point. Sure, flip books are zoetropes. <laughs> yeah, Whoever came up with like the flip book first. <laughs> if you went down to like just some, just some, just some, 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 some like rummy hobo. Half asleep by the tracks and just held like a flip book in front of him, like, and then the man fell off the cliff and turned into a melon. Whoa! He'd be like, You're a wizard. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I do think on Big Thunder Mountain, though, they should have the occasional hobo getting run over by the train. Oh. On the tracks. When it slows yeah. down, there's like a hobo and his legs are missing. That kind of thing. Like, Oh, my yeah. legs are gone. Oh, it keeps going. If it was at Universal Studios, they would do that during Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, that would yeah. be genius. Yeah, Goofy fucked my legs off. Yeah. Do you think there? Do you think there were uh, there was the loss of boners before the slide whistle was invented? Um, no, I don't think anyone. <laughs> they ever just were never boners. hilarious. Yeah. They were actually created on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love the slide whistle. Uh, uh, C.J. Sullivan had the best. Uh, he had a slide whistle, and he would just do bits with her. He's like, uh, my uh, my girlfriend found a way to express herself creatively. By writing a 200-page suicide le- note. <laughs> 200 pages? I gotta read the whole thing? <laughs> pretty, pretty genius. Pretty genius. Oh, I just saw... Um I just saw Rory Scoville just fucking crush it on Conan. Oh, that, was so that was so good. I couldn't great figure set. out though why he chose to bring a beer out. I kept thinking that was going to play in somehow. But I yeah. wish I knew. I wish I could have fucking done that. Yeah, me too. Well, he was thinking outside <laughs> the, the beer one box. You know what? I don't because I would have taken a big nervous swig and it would have gone all over the place. Nope. I would have made, made like a, a premature ejaculation joke and they would have cut my whole set. Right. <laughs> this so beer just come on my face. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't <laughs> say that on here. <laughs> Conan, I'm sorry. Conan, Conan I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Andy, talk to Conan. Andy, you did a lav right when you did it last time. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, you normally do laws when you do late night. Yeah, I think it's it's supposedly they prefer it. I, I I don't know if I would do it again. I just feel like, I mean, late night sets you get four and a half minutes. I almost feel like there's not enough time to take the mic out of the stand. Yeah. I don't yeah. like. You know? the, I I need to be holding something though. I don't like having my hands free because I don't know what to do with them. I don't mind. Yeah. I like gesticulating. Yeah, <laughs> I do yeah. too. I just like using the Gross. microphone. <laughs> You've done Letterman too. I have. How was that? Amazing. That still is like the, the 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 pinnacle because I got called over to the couch and got to talk to him after my set. And Dave uh, was nice wow. to you. And then during commercial, was That's he like, awesome. "Don't make eye contact with me"? Uh, we I sat down. He didn't say anything. Uh, the lights came up. We we got along great. I made him laugh. And then uh, he he shook. It was like lights out. And he's like, he shook my hand. He's like, "Great job, thanks." And he just walked away. Oh, nice. Yeah. I and, think that's it, about as much as you can hope that, to. Absolutely. Yeah, totally and, but fun. you you have to stay where you are. While until he gets up to his dressing room and closes the door, and then everyone can move. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which I've said that to people, and they're after, like, "Oh, what a jerk!" But I'm like, years. It's I'm like, it's his show. Yeah. He can yeah. have privacy. I don't yeah. care. I have yeah. no problem with that. He doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. What? He's not supposed to entertain me. You should okay. be like, Dave. Do you want to hang out after the show? Yeah. Can I? Can we? Am I taking a picture with my family? I know you don't even hang out with Regis. Uh, can you hang out with me? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's bullshit what they did do over at NBC. I'm just saying. Just I just saying. think it's bullshit. Yeah. Buddy to buddy. Um, but so we're friends now, right? Yeah, like <laughs> we're besties. Yeah. Do you? Uh, how? What was? What did you say to him that made him laugh? 
I told him the story of uh, Eggly Bagel Face. Oh, Eggly Bagel Face. Eggly Bagel yeah. Face. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And he's he's so quick because I, you know, the, the story is uh, I went through the phone book as a kid with some friends and found the two silliest names and pranked the hell out of them. And the first name we found was Skeletor P. Funk. And when I said, I said, first name we found, uh, Skeletor P. Funk, Letterman right away goes, strong. Strong name. <laughs> he did not bat an eye. He's just like, wherever you're going, I'm going to. That's that's what we do in comedy. I will go with you. That's you know? fantastic. It must be. I always think it's probably fun for guys guys like Letterman who've been for so long to have someone on that can play it, keep up with them, mm. that oh, will yeah. play along with them. Because I that must activate the comic center at some point where oh, they're yeah. like, oh, you know, because I'm sure so, so many interviews are actors or musicians or whatever, and it's... It's you know it's the kind of the one sided Dave driving the comedy. Yeah. It must be fun for him to play. Yeah, he. I mean, he really seemed to get a kick out of it, and you know, just had you know to hear this this wackadoo story. You know that he could just like sit back and kind of contribute a little bit, but he kind of just he just led with. So I hear you grow up in Portland, and they blah blah blah, and go ahead. Yeah, you know, he knew I had like a funny story, so he's like, oh, hey, let's have him tell his funny story on the couch. That's you and awesome. I always t- talk about like, oh, we should get together and write more, like, because mm-hmm. we we got together once and we're just kind of like k- kicking premises back and forth, which is I was I, I love doing. Yeah, I just I, I don't like writing alone. I like mm-hmm. I like the riff aspect of everything. Well, you doubt yourself because at least I do because because it's like I'll write something and be like, I think that's funny. Is it funny? And then I'll try it on stage, and sometimes I get a laugh, and sometimes people are just like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. you know? So it's fun, not necessarily to be like, you know, uh, uh, calling all your friends and be like, hey, you think this is funny? Because then there are, I've known people like that, and you're like, dude, you just got to gotta go on stage. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, it's like, stop bothering me. Yeah. But it's like, when you're writing with someone, it's like, it's, it's fun because obviously there's no judgment, right. you know, between comedians. We've all been through it. We've all been on stage in front of... You know, not less than spectacular audiences. We've had, you know, people that are drunk, people that are talking and stuff. And so it's like, we've all been through it. No one here is going to be writing jokes with the other person and being like, like, I say something and they're just like, that's, that's shit. (laughs) <laughs> what, yeah. you, what did you you oh, wrote that? God, Matt! Don't yeah. tell me you're kidding. You like that? No, no, you know? no. It was a but joke. I, I always feel like that there are <laughs> when I when I'm starting to think about myself is that that the comedy is actually not where I think it is a lot of the time. Yeah, that there's a certain part of your brain that identifies something as like. Here's the joke. Right, and then you know you just sort of something else comes out of you on stage that, or comes out of me on stage that I never would have thought. Oh, well, this is where the funny part is. Right. Like, I'm still surprised a lot yeah. of the time by, and so I feel like, you know, I feel like. Tell me if you agree with this. That that part of our goal as a comedian or a performer is, is to sort of tear back all the superficial layers and really just get the truest uh, representation of of who we are on stage, and that in doing that, kind of that's where the funny part lives, rather than in engineering jokes, which oh, is, I think is a different skill. Absolutely. Well, I feel like, you know, when you have a human moment on stage, like when you, you screw up a joke and then you just make an aside about, uh, God, and I tried to say this, but I, this is what's really on my mind. Yeah. Then the audience is like, they're laughing. They're like, okay, this is a moment we're all sharing that will never happen again. Right. You know, it's almost like I try to say, I, I read in a book once uh, where – this guy blurted something out in court and everyone's like, Oh shit, that's real. Like, because uh, uh, a lawyer once said like the nothing, the truth sounds different in a court of law. Like when someone just has something, says something and you're like, Oh, I totally believe that. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing when like you're on stage and you have that human moment or you're telling a new joke and you you get a laugh in a part you never thought you get a laugh from. And it's mostly because you like that part. You know, and and that you you identify with that part, and, and in turn you make them identify with that part. Yeah, you know, because I I think you're really good at doing that as well. Pete Holmes Thanks. is really good at doing yeah, that. Yeah, he's great at it. And Rory's really good at it too. Where it it's it's just you know, these are some things that I'm thinking about, and I'm not really cons- I'm I, I I'm not really trying to force you to like, oh, this is the part you have to laugh yeah. at. It's just it's sort of. Like the journey of it, it just gets this momentum and, you know, like especially you just super fast, bam, 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 mm-hmm. where, where the jokes come out really Thanks. hard and fast. Thanks. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of it is just like like the whole, and I think Pete said it on stage, like, let's just all relax. Let's yeah. just let this happen and let's just all relax. It's like you have to have, you know, a somewhat relaxed performer and also a somewhat relaxed audience. You know, if, you, if you're opening for like... Um, you know, uh, the hottest band in the world and or something, or the hottest new band at some tiny club that's packed to the gills beyond fire regulations. They're like, but first, here's Chris Hardwick. And everyone's like, fuck you. It's yeah. like, they're not relaxed. They don't want to, you know, 
that you're fighting a losing battle. You know, same thing as if you're just like, I hate this. I don't want to be on stage. I, I, mean, I can't stand this shit. Uh, fuck it. You know, you're going to come out and you're just going to rub the audience the wrong way. And I think, you know, Rory and, 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 and Pete just get really loose. And I try to do that too. You know, I think everybody here does that where it's just mm -hmm. like, I, I think I've always had kind of a problem with the, the super cool guy comedian. And that's like why my first album, I'm looking so serious on the cover because I'm a clown. You know, it's yeah. like I'm not a cool guy. You know, it's 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 one reason I do this is because I'm not a cool guy. Right. But, you know, when you have that guy that's just like, I'm, I'm such a badass comedian. I mean, I fucking kill, man. I make people laugh. I make <laughs> girls wet. I tell such great jokes. <laughs> I had a guy say that to me once. Uh, I make girls wet in the audience. I'm just like, oh, I have a feeling I know what idiot. Sonic that is. You're, and he sucks. No, he was a guy in Chicago. You never okay. met him and you'll never hear his name. Because I've seen I <laughs> but, uh, saw I saw a guy uh, like that recently, and it's a guy we know, and like uh, he was just like kind of like, mm, whatever. Uh, and I was just like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> stop. You're it. saying jokes. You're saying, You're jokes. saying jokes. Yeah. So yeah, it's it it's, was Ron Funches, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally Ron. Yeah. That badass. I mean, whatever. You know, if, if you were to talk about the most egotistical <laughs> offstage comedian ever, Ron Funches. Either way, Ron. Linda could do better. <laughs> Ron, Ron opened for me for my my album actually in in, in Portland. So he's uh, he's the best. Ron's so funny. Ron is is a real murderer's row. <laughs> Ron, Ron, you know the. the the thing that I love about Ron is it's it's the same quality that Maria Bamford has where it's they're just comedy. Like there's no yeah. it doesn't not one part of it feels like there's any effort in the sense like not not like they're not trying. But I mean, like it's ju it just flows so seamlessly and everything about it. You just want to laugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're like they're like their own circus tent and they're just opening the flap like look yeah. in here. And yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. whoa, what's in there? You know that is different. What they're doing, they they draw you in, yeah. you know, to their perspective, which is awesome. Did you ever think? Um, did you ever think when you were first starting out in comedy, like, oh, I have to, you know, I got to have this persona, so I'm going to try a bunch of different kinds of clothes and a bunch like that. It was all external uh, for you, or it, when you when you started out. No, because I we you know we we starting out in Chicago, we all had this like core group, you know, like Kyle Kinane and, and C J Sullivan and and people that would not let you off the hook. I remember once I wore like fashion jeans on stage. They were like they looked like you know they were kind of like 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 acid wash but like frosted oh, and yeah. like people were just like what the fuck was with those jeans, Bronger? You know like so it, you almost couldn't be anything but yourself. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in wearing crazy fa fashiony jeans on stage. I think people who uh, oh now I like cool jeans, but like you know it's it, it, it was you know when you're yeah, but you don't wear jeans with like dragons on them or lightning bolts on the side. You know? uh, not on, not on the outside. Oh, the inside. Yeah, yeah, the inside. Oh, with well, comfort dragons. Yeah, comfort dragons. dragons. I, wear, I wear the cup. They just cup. They cup his balls. Yeah, that's sure. I once stayed at the yeah, Comfort Dragon Inn. It was really. Uh, it's really. Yeah. It, that is, that's Comfort in Hong Dragon Kong. Inn. It's in Chinatown. That's in Hong Kong. You have a cookie. Um, <laughs> it's it's yeah. in Chinatowns. Yeah. Like, located in Hong Kong. Right. Hong Kong has a Chinatown. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah, uh, they do. It's extra fucking Chinatown. Well, it's yeah. gotten so westernized yeah. over there that they actually had to yeah, preserve yeah, some of their yeah, culture. But within that, there is a little Armenia. I think they just call it town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah. there, I think they, they call it this town, Little Glendale. I think the only like persona, like in terms of like dressing different on stage, that I've heard has been for like like bad managers and bad industry types. They're just like, you know, what you need a headband, like something, <laughs> or actually a headband. I'm be listening. Funny. Okay, no, it'd be yeah. like it'd be like if if someone was like, uh, I like that Jonah Ray, but he should wear a suit on stage. Yeah. Like ad advice like that, we're like, why? So he's uncomfortable. Yeah, we're, yeah. They're going to come out with a suit, and people are like, oh, well, it's a, it's a distinguished gentleman. I should definitely laugh at these jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's an older idea of comedy, where it's mm -hmm. like, you should be this guy. You have to be this guy. You yeah. have to put this on you. Um, by the way, this just sounds like a comedy bit to me, even though none of the words make any sense. And it just, I just love it as an example of like, just get the comedy cadence of. Marrying some of the things we said earlier, so it's like it's like that guy over there is uh, eating biscuit noodles out of a comfort dragon. Like, <laughs> what do that means? But it just yeah. it's just got comedy cadence to it. Like, yeah. it just the meter of the words works really well. <laughs> do you ever do you ever do that on stage where you say something like that that's not really supposed to be funny, but then they laugh and you're like, no, no, that wasn't supposed to. Okay, fine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Will you. Uh... It sounds like you're doing a setup. Or I wonder something. how long, and not in the Andy Daly way, but I wonder how long you could just do comedy cadence 
with with <laughs> meaningless word, like with meaningless yeah. references. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know. I don't, I don't know. know. This guy. Uh, this guy. We got one guy over here going. Ah, yeah. come on. I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. Have well, you, well, uh, I didn't get the memo. Have you yeah. seen this? Well, uh, duck face sailor. You know, with a with a with a, with a ship and 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 basketball. Pair of pants. Pair of shoes. Apple pie, pecan pie. I mean, come on. I don't think I'm lying here. I think you know what I'm talking about. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. We got it. This guy's got it. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. This guy definitely knows what I'm talking about. I used to nine sweaters. I used to love saying, "You guys know what I'm talking." Just leave it. Just leave it there. Just leave it right there. Fucking a. You know what I'm talking. I always just kind of want to dabble in experiment sometimes with that just to see just to see what happens. I like I like the idea of comedy as a as a weird sort of experimentation, like like almost like a weird science. Like I wonder if I can trick people's brains uh-huh. with this element that you wouldn't normally think I of, think and right. just see how that works. You mm. can. I think once you win a crowd over, you can because they're sort of conditioned to. Okay, well, this is what this guy's about, and if he says that, I may not know exactly what it means, but obviously. Well, they trust, they trust you. They trust you. Yeah. That's, that's the best point to be at, where like you've, you've won them over. They can see you have a, a measure of confidence and a good sense of humor, and then you can just try things. Yeah, but what? unless you're Brent Weinbach, you just start it and hope that the, crew, the crowd yeah, catches God up damn with it. you. That guy's a fucking commando. Yeah. Yeah, that guy just, just jumps, no parachute. What's see the... what happens. I'm going to see what happens. Like fucking crushes. Yeah. What, 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 do, is there a good story where you... Had the audience and then <laughs> completely lost them, and it to you was like, what the fuck? I love your uh, your live at Gotham story. Oh yeah, well that wasn't that was a great example of that. You know that taught me not to not to care uh, uh, so much about how I would ever do because that was the first thing I taped for TV, and I was just so nervous. I remember the, the they were putting makeup on me and my neck was bright red and I was just like, <laughs> she's like, oh, you're nervous? And I'm like, no, no. You know, and I had all <laughs> friends in the audience and I went out there and I just started going way too fast. People are like, and it's a conditioned audience. They're so ready to laugh and they're yeah. like, fuck, where's the joke? Where's it coming? And I went so fast and then the lights went out on me. On, on oh, the whole I lights remember went out. this And I was like, oh, story. and the lights went, came up and they're like, all right, guys, we're going to start over. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then I was like, all right, just a good second chance, second chance, slow down, slow down. So I go out there, I'm a little more relaxed and I, I go into this bit about um, when I went in this audition and the line was, I went in for the role of, and the lights went out and I went, the role of Dracula, spooky, <laughs> and got a huge laugh in the darkness and there's no one there. And I started just singing journey songs as they're fucking with the lights. You know, I think I was singing faithfully or something yeah. to keep everyone and people are laughing. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. Like I just got off stage and was like, and I came out and I had a great set. So it was a total, Boy, you got blessing. totally lucky. You got to do a warm up for your own set. Completely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember Daniel Tosh backstage yelling at a producer like, "Like I'm not worried about Bronger. He's gonna fucking roll with this, but you better fix this shit, man." You know, like, and the guy's like, "All right." All right. I wonder if someone got that on video for his program. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I uh, I always think like, oh, maybe my humor's not because I don't necessarily have like mean sort of, yeah. you know. I don't have the mean, bitey humor, well, and sometimes I'm like, well, maybe that's what America wants. They just want someone to be a, you know, nah, I mean, you, gotta, you, you just be yourself. I mean, you know, I think we all, at least by the third year in, it was just like, I'm just gonna do what I think is funny because that's the only way to stay sane. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't reflect. What are we big? What's the next thing? I don't know. I was you still know? trying to conform to what I thought other people wanted to see. <laughs> don't do that. Don't what? do that. Look, I know it's working for you here, and yeah. you're very yeah. unhappy <laughs> doing this podcast. But I no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh this God! Is, if I could trade, please, please get me out if of I here. If I could, please. Yeah. No, I mean, it's. I, I think. Yeah, it's. It's not even a question of 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 that. I mean, you know, so if you got, so you wouldn't. So if someone gave you a show, mm. but it wasn't necessarily, but it, it kind of brought you an audience that you didn't really want, but you were getting to, you know, you were selling right. out theaters and, you know, right. Do you think? Do you think you you wouldn't want that? If, if I was doing comedy as someone if, from a different perspective than my own, I'd be very unhappy. If I was doing something, I mean, I I know what it, which exactly what you mean, where it feels weird to be like the mean guy, yeah. Because if anything in my act, I just get angry. I don't get really mean, right? But like we had, uh, uh, you know, Pete Holmes has his "You Made It Weird" podcast. I'm and aware. We did one. We did one in Chicago. Uh, 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 this last time, and it was amazing because it was T.J. Miller and Hannibal Buress and, and uh, uh, Robert Buscemi and um, 
uh, to CJ Sullivan and Sean Flannery. You know, we've all known each other for years, and we're all kind of ripping on Pete because he wants us to. And at the very end, TJ Miller says, let's go down the line and have our first impressions of Pete Holmes. And I said, you know, this guy's so funny, but Christ, is he ripping off Brian Regan? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we all were. We all were. Yeah. We all are. Uh, but um, uh, and I did say, and I was just, I, in my mind, I, can, I compare it to, to gambling, to literally throwing dice. I'm like, I don't, uh, this is something I've never said to him, but I will. Um, and he had a, a horribly bitchy, frigid wife. And a, just what a horrible person. And Pete falls down laughing. Oh, this is a woman good. It left him. Um, it divorced him. Yeah. Uh, out of nowhere when we were all in Chicago and uh, 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 caused him no end of heartache. But I remember her just being this woman, just arms crossed, didn't want to talk to anyone, did not support Pete's comedy. And I was just one of those guys who like even like him and Kumail, when I first saw them, I'm like, oh, these guys are, are going to be guys to watch. They're always going to be funny. They have really original, great ideas. And I didn't want to dump on this woman that I, I haven't seen in 10 years, you know, but I just remember being like this, awkward comedian trying to start out and just being like, why would you be so awful to your husband? You know? <laughs> and I rolled the dice on stage. I just called her a horrible bitch. And like, it killed, crushed in the room. And Pete, it crushed Pete, like in a good way. And he, he, he's gotten all this great feedback about how I dumped this person. <laughs> so I think it's like, when you, when you save your meanness for the right things. Right. You yeah. know? Well, there's, it's also, it's also this, the safe environment. Yeah, for sure. Too. Like, for the, sure. And, and you can, and you know when someone's trying to be mean, you know, some people think edgy, we were making jokes about edgy earlier. They think they think edgy just means in any situation you just say the worst thing possible. Yeah, like, yeah I'm sure you've encountered people who maybe want to be comedians or they're young, they're younger comedians, and they don't understand how to use aggressive. Yeah, you know they're just like you know, hey, you're you're fucking asshole. Yeah, and then you, oh wait, like Jonah and Matt. No, I do uh, I do it with yeah. a smile, and that's why they call it charm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like people don't know how to use it, and then they insult you. Then you don't, and you maybe you don't know yeah. them, and then you're like, no, that's right. not how that's supposed no, to work. Don't. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's it goes it's it's this is going to sound really comic bookish, but it, ish, but it's purification of motive. It's like, what are you trying to get out of being edgy? Right. Are you trying to get people to think you're cool? Because yes. we can we can smell that in a second. Of course. You know what I mean? It's like I used to work with this guy named Joel, and I when I waited tables, and I, I my girlfriend worked at this restaurant too, and I would go around doing what pretty much was like sexual harassment in a sense. Like my friend Rob and I asked everyone in April of 99 if they wanted a Millennium Baby. Like, get it now. You can choose either one of us. No, it's me and Kevin McGeehan. Either one of us. Your choice, ladies. You know what I mean? And it was just, it was stupid. But, you know, and I'd be like, uh, you know, hey, if you ladies have time to just sit around and lounge, you have time to go upstairs and have sex with me right now. You know, like, instead of right. clean, whatever. Yeah. Dumb jokes. And Joel, who was in a very unhappy relationship, his girlfriend had, had like had had their first child. You could tell he wanted out. He would strut around and be like, "Hey, you ladies should should totally fuck me." And it's like, "No, Joel, uh. we can tell you're serious. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you're serious." You know, it's the same thing when someone's just like, "Yeah, this is edgy, right?" Yeah, fuck you, Jonah. It's like, Ooh, no, whoa. you don't like Jonah. You're mean. Yeah, you're an yeah. asshole. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. I, I was telling that story with Sarah, and you're like. So this is going to sound sort of comic booky, but it's sort of like when a radioactive spider bites your hand, and then you wake up in the middle of the night with these crazy spider powers. Yeah, uh, and then organic. You woke up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I grew up. I re I really advanced uh, advanced healing powers, and so they put this stuff called adamantium on my bones. And yeah, yeah. They, they just it's not really comic bookish. Inject it right in. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just inject it right in, and then you're virtually indestructible. They yeah. spent half a billion dollars making you indestructible. Exactly. Now they got to try to bring you in somehow. Yeah, they try to shoot me in the head. I don't know. It's not going to work. I wake yeah. up in the woods naked, screaming. Yeah, it's weird. Air. And then of course, you know, you got shot in the head in the prequel. But then the bullet doesn't show up in the X-ray in the movie that's supposed to come right after nice. it. Nice. Uh, so I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just like silly things like that. And the the uh, Professor X cannot even bear to tell you how many people around him he's hearing their thoughts say he's way too tall to play Wolverine. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> come on, comic nerds. Should have been come Danzig. Right? Should have been Danzig. <laughs> Should have been. Oh, Should have been, been Bob Hoskins. That would have been such a marvelous been, train wreck. Should have been yeah. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Oh yeah. Well, Wolverine would have been a great like. All right, you fucking cancer. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, hairy shoulders. You want to you want to see uh, an X Men nerd? That's uh, my picture of 
Peter Dinklage. Oh, Peter Dinklage is Wolverine. It's called Reboot, that painting. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I would have called it Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> well, that's just rude. You know, I. Why is that? I was. I. I it's a diminutive form of Wolverine. I, I tweeted I that, uh, that, I that, that uh, Tom Hardy as Bane is too small a person to play Bane yeah. in, in Batman. He yeah. shouldn't be known as Little Bane. Come on, everybody. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> who, who are you like rapper to? Lil Wayne. Wait, who are you just like, like to? the rapper? Who are you just well, There's a lot of great comics coming out tonight, you guys. Uh, <laughs> give it up for everyone you've seen so far. Do you do you like emceeing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh generally not. But if I if everyone on the roster I'm 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 a fan of and friends with, it's it's a good time. And I in terms of like emceeing at like the improv or something, I wouldn't do that. But you know, generally just because you have you can't just enjoy, you have to time people generally and then you have to you have to know when you're going on stage and you uh i i your special uh, oh yeah is out you have a dvd out well it, it it airs that's this is ahead of time for you guys <gasps> this, this is one. future dvd this future is well, but, but when this comes out DVD. it'll be time to come out when people can get the dvd oh cool oh, well the future dvd will be relevant again the air the air date is uh july 14th it's a saturday it'll be 11 p.m uh, it, busy. Um, I'm sorry. It's after a, it's after a Tosh marathon. Come on, guys. And then it is. And then uh, then the, <laughs> the one one trade God, lives that guy. God bless anyway, you, Daniel. God bless you. God bless you. Well, he, I'm sure he loves it. But uh, um, then uh, Tuesday, my the DVD and my album on digital download and vinyl come out. Um, on uh, Comedy Central Records, it's called Shovel Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> do you have? You must have a Shovel Fighter bit. I do. Yeah. Well, it's, it's basically like I, I talk about because I, I it's kind of a me lampooning myself and every other comic who's like, oh, the worst job I ever had. Oh, right. Where I I, cause I I talk about the real one, which is where I worked in a greeting card store and I was so bored. And then I stopped myself and I go, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I messed up. The worst job I ever had was when I was a shovel fighter in the Ukraine. <laughs> and then I go through this whole thing of how they used to throw me in a pit and I'd fight people and kill them and cut their heads off with shovels. No, that's fun. So, so, I mean, that's fun in the sense that I always love that kind of comedy where it's. Seems like you're. It seems like an aside, and uh -huh. then all of a sudden that becomes the main bit. Yeah, that, that you're that you're into. Well, how do you manage to? How do you do? You, do you find audiences sometimes like you kind of have to hold their hand a little bit, so they're not like, that, "Whoa, wait, what's he talking that, about that now?" Bit, that bit I love because it either crushes or does nothing. And on the special, it does well, but not as well as it sometimes does. It on the record, it killed because it ends with me sobbing and crying because I they, the the warlord, the Ukrainian warlord, made me cut my friend's head off in the <laughs> ring. You know, <laughs> you know, I had to not only defeat him, but the thumb went down. I turned the shovel around and just shoveled his head off. Oh, that is a shitty so, job. Yeah, it's a horrible job. Yeah. So I'm crying, and at the end, I kind of went. Snap out of it and go! Oh yeah, the worst job, the worst job, <laughs> worst job, you guys. Um, so it's so weird that uh, you know I I uh, I like it a lot, but it's you know it's not one reason I really like it is it's 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 not a it's not a sure thing. You know it's 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 aided on the road and it's also done really well on the road. You know what's he talking about? Yeah, no one's ever fought with a shovel. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah. but it also it also to not to extrapolate, but I was thinking about it recently, and it's kind of me making fun of. Any of us that, you know, for myself from a middle class background, anyone from middle class background or above who's ever ever said they had a bad job, because we really have not. No, you know no, what I mean. No, there no, are people no. who dig through the garbage for their food. Yep. you know, it's like that's they, not a job though. You know, that's a lifestyle hobby. Yep. <laughs> I don't mean foragers that look for mushrooms for fine restaurants. Oh. I mean, um, <laughs> you try being wrist deep in dead children. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I don't. How someone paid you for that? If you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> How wrist they have deep a is a pile of dead children. It was weird. That's what not happened? actually no. That's not a pile. He said wrist deep. Yeah, not oh, that deep. Oh, okay. It's actually yeah, kind of shallow considering a body. That's just a few. Might children. just be one body. Yeah, half a body it seems. Wrist deep. Uh, okay. Half a body it seems. We're, wrist wait. deep. <laughs> well, <laughs> is that so funny? To me? <laughs> <laughs> you, it turns out you actually get a discounted if you can bury people in groups. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Sure, that, sure, sure. That, that's what it is. It's yeah. a little bit of a like you get your punch card and then the fifth one's free. That's what. Uh, that's what, the that's oh what uh, dictators but, do. Dictators do that. Oh, okay. Uh, so what are you are you starting over completely? Have you started writing the new hour? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I still do when I'm when I'm on the road doing like a club or doing a college. I'll still do stuff from that. Um, you know, I'm not going to do all like trying out new stuff, you know, for an hour, but I'd say I have maybe, I don't know, a half an hour since, since I did that. Nice. Or so maybe 25. That's that fantastic. Like. Thanks. Thanks. I'm jealous. Well, I, I taped it in December. So, you know, it's almost, it's almost July. So that's not that great. 
you know, I'm, I think I'm. You hear that? No, I think February? that's good. I know. I take mine in February, but I just I've barely written. I've maybe written like ten new minutes. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think you you probably have more than that that you're not even thinking about because you know. No, I think it's about ten. <laughs> Could yeah, be. Why did your voice get so high? Well, because uh, this is where I uh, make. The, the... So uh, Mavis. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah, I mean, it could be like it could be like ten. It, at this point, they're just these freeform swirling ideas that uh, aren't really connected to anything yet. I got you. Yeah, but it's fun though. It I kind of like I like the process. Do you find well, and I, that and in this hour you actually get to start from scratch and just plan everything? And hmm. wait, uh, well, you already, you already have yeah, the first I, album. I think so. Yeah, I have the first album and. Um, the the half hour special now this is the hour special and the album and you know they were taped they taped the record in Portland at this theater that was a couple blocks from where I grew up um, and then I taped the special at a, a theater in um, in New York so they're separate they're they're similar material mm -hmm. but they're but they're different recordings that's, that's cool. interesting which that's I like cool. yeah because because if you like the special get the album and it's something else it's not I did not tape the audio of this special to put on a record because I think it, it not that it's 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 disingenuous to do that or something. I just was like, oh, why not? You know, why yeah. not just do it? You know, That's really cool. Just a record thing. That's a cool that thing is a cool idea. I, I think I've just, for efficiency's I, sake, let's just rip the audio. I literally almost called it a different thing. And then wiser heads prevailed and were like, "That's a dick move." Yeah. <laughs> so like, watch special be like, oh, it's a whole other album, different material. What the fuck? Yeah, so yeah. Well, I, I definitely think that's confusing too. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't want to you don't want to confuse the the people right. that, who want to buy your album at the sa at the same time. Yeah, is this an old one? Well, yeah. some of this sounds similar. <laughs> this sounds this is weird. What's happening? I'm lost. Why are the laughs different? Yeah. So what's where where are you off to next? What's going on next? Um, I am just in in town for a couple weeks and then going. I'm gonna be in uh, uh, at the Paris uh, uh, Casino in in Las Vegas. Oh, while uh, you're there, head to the Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse called Steak. Okay. Get yourself a beef Wellington and then call me and thank me. Oh, I will. Yeah. I love beef Wellington. Yep. Hell yeah, I'll be there. He doesn't. Yeah. Miss. I didn't know Paris had a comedy club. It's a new one. It's like a lounge. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you, have you done it before? Uh, I have not. I'm not. It, it, it's a new comedy venue they're trying out. That okay. It hasn't been around more than um, I think a couple months. But cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I I, <laughs> I remember my uh, my first gig in Vegas was at the the Riviera, the Riv. Right. Yeah, top, I remember the top of the Strip. Yep. Right across the street from Circus Circus, and um, I did. I was featuring, and I'd have to do two 20 minute sets a night for the whole week. And in the beginning, I'm like, this will be hell. But by the end, I would literally walk down from my hotel room. Seconds before I had to be on stage, go on stage, riff about my day, then leave. <laughs> and wow. they were they were so because they had seen so much bad comedy, they're just like, oh hey, this guy's all right. You I know, think with Vegas fantastic. audiences too, you have to engage them a little bit more mm -hmm. because their attention's all over the there's place. There's always someone they're, drunk. They're, always they're drunk, and there's like there's a lot of they're overstimulated yeah. and. And so you know if the nerdist uh, podcast, there's always someone drunk. Always, <laughs> there's <laughs> always, there's always. Sometimes it's Matt. Straight vodka. That's true. <laughs> sometimes it's actually Matt. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like if you just talk to the audience, then they kind of loosen up a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think when you just throw a, a permanent wall up and just keep talking, it's one of those things where they're just like, ah, it's just like a TV. We can talk. <laughs> hey, have you been to the buffet and gotten those shrimps? You go to Vegas, just get one of them long alien people that's plastic full of rum and a straw. <laughs> oh, I forgot that those exist. Oh, yeah. Do. Oh, fucking gross. gross. So gross. gross. So gross. And, like, you have to limit day drinking anyway, but that's just the worst kind of day drinking, you know, where you just drink rot gut that'll give you a savage headache. Like, uh, it'll give you a, mostly sugar a pre-hangover, yeah. like a hangover by 7 p.m. And you Back just... to the thumbing out pre-cup. You just... <laughs> You just wake you, you you leave a casino and it's just like it's still it's all of a sudden it's light outside and it just uh, burns yeah. your fucking eyes. Oh yeah. You just you can feel how full of smoke and gunk your eyes are from being in the casino all night. And you have that feeling of like, wait, why am I here? This isn't fun anymore. What happened? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I think I have to go to sleep and wake up feeling awful in three hours. It's just it the place is, is fun, but it's just such a big lie. It's just like uh, you're just here to lose your money to yeah. us. Yeah. To us. I feel like they're pretty straightforward about that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it might be the most honest place in the world. Yeah. It's true. Well, I mean, they they they, they don't they never say it. It's more just like come for the entertainment and they the lively. It. There's nothing. Yeah, they spray it. They spray it all over. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Vegas. Like a cat. Welcome to Vegas. Well, Matt Brogger, um, 
Matt Brocker, shovel fighter, shovel fighter, shovel fighter, shovel fighter. Just shut up and cook. <laughs> is uh, is available by the time this goes up. Is available now. Yes. And uh, and people should buy it. And I hope people. I assume. I mean, it, it, people seem familiar with you now. Like people I, know who you are. I think. Did on, you just on discourage a, people who don't level. know who he no, is? No, I, I don't think most people. If you don't know really who Matt do. Bronger is, just keep doing that. <laughs> no. Wait. Wait. Why minute. did I come on oh, here? I'm bad. This is bad. This is bad promotion. Well, we should get together and write. I would really love to. Let's do it. Uh, I, I, uh, I definitely, I definitely know I need to. Hmm. And it's just always a nice. Like I think for people out there, if you, if you're having trouble writing, you're like I don't know what to write about, just get with a friend yep. and just start kicking stuff back and forth and mm-hmm. just get, the, get the wheels moving. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. At Matt, Br- at, you're just at Bronger on at Twitter. Bronger. Yeah, yeah. B R A U N G E R. That's right. E G E R. Uh-huh. At Bronger, Matt Bronger, Matt Myra, Jonah Ray, Chris Hardwick. I think. Enjoy your burrito. The most Enjoy your burrito. Ending of a podcast ever. Well, yeah. So you just fucked it up by describing the formality of the ending. And now yeah, we're you back. could just he cut it anywhere you so, want. Matt is oh so Oh my drunk. god, I can. Guys, I am He's fucking so not that hammered. Come on. This guy does the best Myra. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com, use the offer code NERDIST5 to get 10% off your new website or blog. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new. Stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.